0: had to catch my breath after that, so pardon me if I'm still sounding a bit puffed out. (laughs) This is such a special part of our service because this is the time that we actually speak to God. And the Bible tells us that when we come to him and pray, he bows down to listen. So whether you're home or here, please join me as we pray and know that God is really listening to us. Loving Father, how blessed we are to be called sons and daughters of God, for that is what we are, dearly loved by you, our Father, who gave your one and only Son, Jesus, to die for our sins, to bring us into your beautiful presence and to give us peace and hope. Please forgive us for the times we have failed you, ourselves and others in this last week, in our actions, in our words and in our thoughts. Thank you that you are merciful and our God who freely forgives. Lord, we thank you that you are the anchor of our souls, which we so desperately need for these days in which we live. You are our refuge, our protector and our provider. We look around us and we see a world in turmoil with so many issues needing resolving, but no clear answer for dealing with them. We feel overwhelmed, but when we stop and take time to look at you, we instantly know that you are the answer. We have your peace, your comfort and the hope that only comes from you. Not a vain wishing for something to change, but being certain of what we cannot see, of knowing that you are still on your eternal throne and that you are faithful and that you will work all things together for the good of those you love. We thank you that we have an inheritance that will never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for us, and we are so grateful, Lord. Lord, so many people need to know this truth, those who are suffering with many different issues and in need of help, love and support. We pray for those experiencing the impacts of covid for families, health workers, businesses, educators, the aged, our political leaders and those suffering around the world from a shortage of supply of the vaccines. We pray for those who are sick and those who are grieving, the homeless, those who are having difficulties with relationships, employment or finances. Be present with each one, dear Jesus. Keep them safe and may your spirit show them the way forward. Please keep us ready to share your love with those in need and point them to you as you give us the opportunity to do so. We know that you go before us every day and you make a way for us in every circumstance. You will give us everything we need to cope with the challenges that life brings. That includes being renewed in the attitude of our minds and to grow in holiness and righteousness. Help all of us to make wise choices and to pray continually about the decisions we face, trusting in your perfect wisdom. We thank you, Jesus, that there is nothing that can defeat you. You proved that when you walked out of the tomb, conquering death forever, Because of that, we can know your presence with us every day. You are alive and the one who directs our steps and calls us on to follow you and to trust you wherever you are taking us. Nothing can happen to us that is more powerful than you. Your word is true and it will be fulfilled. And what you have begun you will complete One day we will see you return in all your glory to establish your kingdom of righteousness, truth and justice for all time. And every knee will bow and every tongue confess that you are Lord, to the glory of God our Father. And it's in your precious name we pray and give thanks today. Amen.
1: Thank you, Carol. I think I might need to get a copy of that one and read through that again. I felt like saying amen Several times through, <laughs> rather than just at the end. Uh, <clears throat> I'm Sam Barnes. I'm the the pastor here at the Hills Christian Family Center. Uh, welcome if you're new uh, or visiting us, or if you're online, perhaps for the first time, and you're watching this. Uh, it's my privilege now to introduce to you Dan Pieslack, who's going to come up and he's going to share the word with us. Uh, Dan and I have known each other for for many years, and uh, he's a very encouraging brother indeed. In fact. If you're needing a daily kind of encouragement, just get on his his messenger text list because he'll just every day he'd be sending some stuff through that really encourages you and lifts you up. And we pray that that outflow for him this from him this morning that this be an encouragement to you. That as he opens up the word, I just want to pray for Dan now. Lord, we just pray that as Dan speaks and as he opens up the word to us, Lord, that you'd encourage us. Lord, that you'd speak through your servant. Uh, that you'd equip him now for this task and that we would uh, grow and uh, know your presence amongst us as he speaks. So come and touch us, have your way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay.
2: Thanks,
1: Thanks, Sam. Love you, Mark.
2: Thanks, Pastor Sam. Good morning, everybody. Who's excited that the kids have got an extra couple of weeks holidays? <laughs> A lot of, lot of, sorry, parents. Absolute honour to be here today. Um, it's awesome. So good. Um, Serenity, my better half, Serenity, on that side of the room. with a, We've got half a dozen kiddos nowadays and, and we've got some friends visiting as well. And just so good. We were blessed to be a part of the Hills CFC for about eight years, I think. Um, about a decade ago. Amazing. So as I look around the room, I just see so many familiar faces and it feels like home, it feels like family. And uh, there's been so many of you guys that have spoken into our lives at really important times. So I just think, I remember having a conversation with Anthony Moore about some stuff. I still remember a message he preached on trusting and obeying and that echoed in our lives. And, uh, And his encouragement for us at the time was... You could listen to all kinds... This is off-script, by the way. You could listen to all kinds of voices and advice, but at the end of the day, you've got to listen to God. Amen? So as I look around the room, and Pastor Dave Smythe, we've been on several mission trips to Myanmar, back in the Myanmar days, and uh, such a solid, solid integrity. I-, I feel a little bit out of my depths, if I was to be honest, but it's a privilege to come and share, and I pray that today... Um, that it might be what I've got to share might be an encouragement. Amen. Hallelujah. So love Sam and Joe. In fact, we go back from before the hills days. Um, still, yeah, awesome. Back in the back in the glorious Coromandel Valley uniting days. Probably half the room. I don't know. <laughs> Praise God. But hey, we all got the same heavenly Father. Amen. And here we are today. So I just pray that um, this will be a blessing. And the kids are in. Kids, can we give it up for our kiddies? Even the ones, come on, even the ones that didn't come down the front, those Piesalacs. (laughs) I have to chat to their parents, but um, um, greetings from CFC South, Pastor Tim and Nikki Lockins. It's almost four years since we launched the pre-service or pre-launch services at CFC South and Um, it's exciting. Life's full on, isn't it? But God is good and he's got a plan and he he includes us in that. Hallelujah. So I just want to say it's been massively encouraging just to be in worship and just imagining Andrew and I back worshipping together. And so anyway, praise God. Are you well? How's everyone surviving with uh, today's current climate? We're here. But there's a lot that aren't, right? But uh, I don't know about you guys, but there's a heck of a lot of uncertainty and I don't think we are to have all the answers, amen? But if it pushes us deeper into God and a deeper dependence upon him, I think, I think that even in crazy situations, it's an opportunity to, for faith to get strengthened and for us as a church to reach out and show God's love, amen? Be gracious with each other. Hallelujah! I want to ask a question. Can you hear me at the back there? Mike cool? No, I heard that was a, it was a shake. So, guys, can I? I want to ask. Can you remember? Uh, the, maybe the first time that someone God sent someone into your life to invite them to invite you um, onto the journey of faith. Can you remember? Way, way, way back. Can you remember when God sent someone into your life to invite you into a journey of faith, whatever that looked like? For me personally, just have a think. For me personally, I, uh, I was asked to leave a school in year 10 and uh, for various reasons, and I, was, I got into another school, a uh, Christian school, and on the very first, you'd never have believed it. Looking? Okay, I'm the only one that got that joke. Anyway. <laughs> But a very first day, I was at this school, and uh, this guy comes out. I was on the oval. I still remember it to this day. This fella, Kim, he was a head boy. He goes. There was a few students just gathered around. The very first day, he goes. There's a prayer meeting in the science lab. If anyone wants to come and join in, and I looked around, and and um, I, I was I was part of a Christian family, and I'd gone to church every week, and I looked around. But I knew God was real, but it was almost like there was something missing. There, was, uh, there wasn't this relationship there. But I, I looked around, there's no teachers, and I, I realised that he was inviting the students. I'm like, whoa, hang on a sec. And I realised that these guys were having Bible studies midweek year's 11 and 12 kids and some other ex-students were getting together and they were getting into the Word and they were having time uh, worship in their homes and I went along to one of these nights and, and I, for the first time in my life, I realised that these guys had something that I didn't have but I needed. There was just something about it and it was at that night where this dude, Kim, he went to Aaron, this other guy, he, went, he asked if anyone wanted prayer, put their hands up and so I knew you know that like when God's speaking to you and your face is red and your heart starts racing you know you've got to respond I knew that I had to respond and so I'm like thinking he says if you want prayer put your hand up so I'm just like right but then I opened my eyes and I realized that he was talking about putting your hands up in surrender I thought whoa what are they going to think of me this is from an insecure kid but I lifted my hands that time and I believe that that's when God filled me with his Holy Spirit. Again, I want to encourage us to think back to a time where God used somebody to invite you into your next step on the journey of following Jesus. Can anyone think of that? You might have a face or a name. I bought my friend today. Her name's Olive. She's pretty comfy. She's pretty comfy. Uh, It's only small. What do you call little ones? Are they saplings, are they? I don't know. Any gardeners in the house? It's little. Anyway, this is my friend Olive. She's pretty comfy in her pot. I'm just going to leave her there for a bit. Imagine if stepping out of your comfort zone meant that someone else had eternal comfort. Imagine if stepping out of your comfort zone meant that someone else had... Help me out. Imagine if stepping out of your comfort zone meant that someone else had... Come on. Read with me, if you can, or just follow on the screen. We're going to have a look at um, Acts chapter 9. How's everybody going? Kids, still with us? Awesome. Here we go. You're welcome to follow along or have a listen. I can see my kids have got the joy of the Lord on the... Guys, you should be concentrating. (laughs) All right. I practiced on them. Acts chapter 9. You got it? Meanwhile, Saul was uttering threats with every breath and was eager to kill the Lord's followers. So he went to the high priest... He requested letters addressed to the synagogues in Damascus asking for their cooperation in in the arrest of many followers of the way. He found there. he wanted them, both men and women, back to Jerusalem in chains. Now Saul was passionate, on fire. He was a Jew, he was a Roman, he was a Pharisee. You'd know his background. He was actually standing there when Stephen... Uh, was uh, stoned. He was there. He was, uh, Saul was a young man at the time, but he was there giving approval. As he was approaching Damascus, and on this mission, a light from heaven suddenly shone down around them. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. And the voice replied, I am Jesus, the one who you are persecuting. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. The men with Saul stood speechless, for they heard the sound of someone's voice, but saw no one. And Saul picked himself up off the ground. But when he opened his eyes, he was blind so his companions led him by the hands to Damascus. He remained there blind for three days and did not eat or drink. Someone say, eat or drink. Speaking of eating, I was getting a bit hungry when we were singing in the banana, na, na, <laughs> na, na. Sorry. He had nothing to eat or drink. Come on, he was fasting. He was getting spiritual. Now there was a believer in Damascus named Ananias. Say Ananias. Come on. The kids are doing a good job over here. Do you like that name? Would you shorten it? Anne or Anna or Nias? Ananias. Now there's a believer. So here's a, here's a fellow who's a believer he's in Damascus where Saul's heading Ananias and the Lord speaks to him in a vision he says Ananias yes lord he replied go over to straight street to a house to the house of Judas and when you get there ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul he is praying to me right now i've shown him a vision of a man named Ananias coming in and laying hands on him so he can see again. But Lord, exclaimed Ananias, I've heard many people talk about the terrible things this man has done to believers in Jerusalem and he is authorized by the leading priests to arrest everyone who calls upon your name. But Lord said, Go for Saul is my chosen instrument to take my message to the Gentiles and to kings, as well as to the people of Israel. And I will show him how much he must suffer for my name's sake. Here we go. We're, we're getting there. You still with me? Come on. First 17. So Ananias went and found Saul and laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, The Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me to you that you might regain sight and and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. The Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, Something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptised. Ananias was um, probably fair to say that most of us in the room are believers. Hallelujah. have walked with Jesus for a while, all at varying stages of our journey. But I'm just going to call out in faith that I'm looking at a room full of Ananiases. Because Ananias was in prayer. He saw God. He saw a vision. God gave him a vision. And God used Ananias to show Saul his next step on the journey of faith. Come on. This little thing here is Olive. This is a gift, by the way, from our family to yours. This little thing's nice and comfy. Don't you love a good gardening metaphor as Christians? <laughs> We've been spending a ton of time in the garden lately, been having an absolute blast. It's been so much fun, so much fun. Just encourages all. But this little thing's never going to reach its full potential unless it gets put in the ground. It's comfortable. I believe that God's calling us as followers of Jesus to not only get out of our pot, as it were, or out of our comfort zone, but he's also calling us to remain planted. We've got to be planted in him, amen? We've got to be planted and yet get out of the pot. Does that make sense? We're planted in him in the local church family. How many know that when Nehemiah was rebuilding the wall, something happened when he organised them into families and there was a supernatural shift that happened when it was organised. Something happens when you are planted in a local church, when you are planted into God, when you're committed to family. But God doesn't want us to stay comfortable in our little pots, <laughs> He wants us to go out and to, rem- but also to remain planted in Him. Amen. Does that make sense? Is that okay? I got. I see a nod over here. That's good. You guys are the next generation. Come on, fantastic. I can see church planters in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I just want to tell a story. Um, a number of years ago, uh, I was working for a charity builder and uh, it was a 40 degree day and the property that we were building is about 60 kilometres from home and I had a couple of uh, team members, a couple of supervisors who would look after the job and I was kind of project managing tying things together but it was, I was not planning to go out to the job this particular day, I had other things to do and i organised for some deliveries to take place. So, But I got a phone call early in the morning, the night before, saying that one of my guys, Nigey, his ute had busted and there's just no way he can get there. So being a construction program manager... Uh, You kind of just got to step up to the plate and just take responsibility. All that's, you guys know the drill. I couldn't just sit at home in the air conditioning organizing things. I actually had to get get out of my little comfort zone. Um, I wasn't planning to head out there this day. It was one of those 40 something degree days. And uh, however, we had volunteers as part of this organization that was kind of supervising. And these volunteers would come and help build homes for low income people. Awesome. Awesome organization. I was not planning to jump in my car and head out at all, and but also had planned for some deliveries for some materials. And if you know about anything to do with building, it's really good to be present because if you if if you don't literally, with respect, say that's where that should go, it doesn't always end up there. Just communication. Come on. Um, so I thought. I'm just going to have to jump in my car and whip out there, whip out an hour and a half drive. So i jump in the car. I was not expecting this journey at all. But I'm like, I was just not expecting it. But I'm just praying up a storm. This is time that I didn't know that I had. I was praying up a storm. I was cranking the worship. If you were cruising past or I was cruising past, you'd think, what's wrong with that weirdo? Hour and a half, by the time I got to the job absolutely pumping like just the best time hanging out with the lord worshiping cranking it it was just i was pinging anyone else know what it's like to worship jesus in the car there's one hand (laughs) hallelujah two come on but it's just like anyway i'll get out i'm pinging so this so first delivery guy rocks up drops stuff off next guy rocks up i said we're here to help got a handful of volunteers, we're here to help. He goes, no, 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 just just tell me where you want the gear. It's like 50 bags of concrete mix, come on. Where do you want it? I said, no, 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 we'll help you unload it. It's like 38 degrees at 8.30 in the morning. Um, I'm going to have to send the volunteers home soon because of that, whatever that rule was, you know, like you're not supposed to work over certain. But I we're here, let's just help this dude out. And so he goes, no, 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 just tell us where you want it. So we're picking up these bags of mortar, and we're going from the ute to the carport. We're back, and then one moment he leans over the side of his ute, and he goes, "Are you a a Christian?" And I just felt in that moment that this was a God-inspired moment. Like God knew that you know, you know how like sometimes you find yourself. it's like, ah, this is an opportunity from the Lord to speak into, you know, it's like, ah, this is a divine opportunity. And so I'm like, yeah, mate, are you? And totally unscripted, but don't forget, I'm pinging after worshipping Jesus. And uh, and he he says, look, I was a Christian, um, but about a decade ago, some stuff happened and he said, I wandered off the track. And... um, and last Sunday, I was in the kitchen and he was crying out to God. He said, God, how do I find my way back to you? And he goes, and so he's just sharing. And I'm like, I just felt all this empowered excitement. I'm like, mate, I said, mate, I said, you've got to come back to church. You have to. He said, the, the future that God has for you is far more important than whatever may have happened in the past. Like You can't, you can't live out of that. Like you've 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 got to. And I felt like this God was just um, you know what I'm talking about. It's like this is an opportunity speaking to speak in this and so and all of a sudden it's swapping stories and I thought, Oh well, I got his number and invited him along to church and and the next day he rocked up down at Seton. We had a coffee beforehand and we we're just sharing swapping testimonies and then we go into the service and Pastor Cass Tompich is is preaching and what she's preaching on is exactly the same as what we were chatting about pre-service. Now, uh, you can't plan this stuff. You can't plan it. But I feel as though God wants to encourage us today that to be ready to step out of our comfort zone but I also want to encourage us that I think a lot of us in the room mate, we've been walking with Jesus for a long time a lot of us are living this stuff but it's like God fills us up to pour us out can I encourage us can I encourage us to be people that aren't afraid to step out of your comfort zone for someone else's eternal comfort and we all we all are actually inadequate and that's why we got Jesus right <laughs> we're all inadequate But because of his strength and his Holy Spirit, come on, he's calling us to take a step and he will lead us and he will guide us and his Holy Spirit will prompt us. Amen? Amen. Come on. Imagine if stepping out of your comfort zone meant that someone else had eternal comfort. This guy, Michael, was engaged to Nicole. they have been going along to Seton, Ever since, he goes, excuse me, he said, we're engaged. He said, but we want our marriage to be um, in the side, we want it to be honouring to God. We, we want to, we, unless God's in the centre of our marriage, they've been around long enough to realise that without God, they're just wasting their time. And so he was and we want you to marry us. Oh, this is, so I ended up having the absolute privilege of perform, <laughs> performing their, their marriage ceremony. We've got no idea. We've got no idea what God can do if we're prepared and willing and ready to get... Are we going to plant this around here somewhere? Oh, okay. <laughs> to get out of our comfort zone. Come on, Ananias what There's a nod over there. Who's keen? There's one. Awesome. Two. Ananias. Um, Yeah, so when you sign out this afternoon, there'll be all these Ananiases on the... um... (laughs) Sorry. So God, we all know the Great Commission, don't we? We all know it. That hasn't changed because of COVID, by the way. Hasn't changed. Jesus says in Matthew 28... I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations. Belair, Blackwood, Adelaide, come on. This nation, other nations. Nothing's, nothing's changed since COVID. Hey, that's still our, our mission. That's still our commission baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. First 20 says teach these new disciples these new Jesus followers to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this. Now I was saying before if you feel inadequate right at the end it says for I for I'm with you always. I'm just wondering now, we're going to come into a time of communion, if that's okay. Is that, is that all right? Hallelujah. But what I'd love us to do for those that are able is to stand, if you feel comfortable, and we're going to come into a time of communion. And I think Pastor Sam is going to sing a song for us. But just, just as we stand or sit, whatever you're comfortable, um, I just want to take a second to hear from the Holy Spirit that he might drop a name or drop a face in front of us to hear from him who he wants us to connect with this week. Is that okay? So we, if we, so stand up. Come on, everybody. And if I don't know if we've got a, a guitarist or something. <laughs> Amen. So I, I want to pray and I want to ask... Holy Spirit, to speak to each one of us, Father, we're just so so thankful for um, that that person or those people who you used to really give us a nudge or to encourage us, to invite us onto that step, that next step of the journey of faith with you, God. Mm-hmm. Father, we're so, so grateful for Jesus. Mm. We just want to invite you, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us now, God, that you would give us a name, a face and people. The Lord, you would have us to step out of our comfort zone and to connect with, Lord, this week, this year. God, whether it's an invitation to church, whether it's an offer to pray and to believe for a miracle, God, a physical healing, a financial breakthrough, a relationship restored. Hallelujah. God, would you, in this moment, would you lead us like you led Ananias to Saul for his next step? God, would you, right now, we give you permission. Would you speak to us? Holy Spirit, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Jesus. Mm. I've got mine. Praise God. Thank you,
0: Lord.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Spear an awesome time. Uh, leading to communion, what what better example have we got <laughs> of Jesus who left heaven, amen, <laughs> became a man. Let's Why don't we um perhaps we'll start on this side and file past. If there's a particular order, come past and grab your communion and we'll work our way through. And if you want to grab it and go back to your seats and hang on to it, Go for it. Thank you, Lord. Mm.
1: Gift of grace, Jesus, my redeemer. There is no more. Until I stand with joy before the throne.
2: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone got the emblems. Awesome. Hey, listen to these amazing words from Philippians 2. You must have the same attitude that Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges and took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, he humbled himself in obedience to God And died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honour. And gave him the name that is above every other name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. In heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Father, we just hold this little cracker and this juice and we remember, God, we remember that you left the comfort of heaven. Hallelujah, you humbled yourself and became a man because of your love so great. Father, that you died. You took our place on the cross. Hallelujah, you rose again. And Lord, the opportunity for a brand new start. Hallelujah, forgiveness. Hallelujah, that Lord, as we believe in our heart and confess in our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we'll be saved. Lord, we just remember you, Lord, this morning as a family. God, that you, our example. God, would you lead us by the power of your spirit, Lord, this week? And Lord, we remember your sacrifice, Lord, right now, as we eat and as we drink. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just, stand, we're going to do another song just before we close. And just want to encourage us as we sing this, <clears throat> just to reflect on the message today. And that, um, amen, amen. Everyone good? Kids, you're all right? So well, so well behaved.
1: And perhaps um, as Dan encouraged us to have a word from the Lord to to speak to us, Uh, maybe if you haven't received anything yet as we sing this song and as we declare that we want to be led in His love to those around us, that maybe the Lord will speak to you as we sing and that you'd be encouraged. Worthy of every song in wonder. Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to the
3: all good yeah thanks guys that brings us to the close of our service today but thank you Dan for sharing and I personally feel encouraged and I really love that story how you said that um, you were just worshipping God on the way out to that site you weren't thinking oh I'm going to do this today I'm going to talk to this person how am I going to bring up this conversation not stressing and feeling anxious you know you were just worshipping God and it reminded me of when Moses came off the mountain that his face was just glowing and so that guy saw something on you Probably just a joy, just a countenance, a lightness, a happiness. And he just wow, you a Christian. And that just reminded me that we don't need all this pressure. You know, like I want to be out of my comfort zone, but I don't want to be all stressed about that. So thank you for reminding us that it's just as we look at Jesus and we worship him, people will notice a difference. And and then God just works in his mysterious ways. And it's what a blessing to be a part of that. So thank you, Dan. Love it. Love your work. It's great to have you guys with us today. So Hope you're encouraged as well. And um, if you would like anyone to pray with you, we have the prayer room where you can go and talk to someone and pray about anything and anyone that you would like to pray for. And if you're at home today watching online, there's also a a mobile number that comes up there and that gets in contact with the prayer team as well. So if there's any prayer requests, please feel free to um, to call that number or, or SMS and we can be praying with you and for you as well. So thank you. God bless. Have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you.